started and grown several multi-million dollar businesses. His mission is to help you do the same. Welcome to the Business Growth Pod, building the future one entrepreneur at a time. And so I always use the phrase that you have to embrace the focused imbalance, right? That I think we have been deceived a little bit about work-life balance, right? Because the right way to do it is to focus on one thing at a time, not try to, okay, I'm working, but I'm kind of hanging out with my family. That is a recipe for disaster. When you're with your family, be with your family. When you're working, make sure that your family understands, hey, this is what I'm doing for this period of time. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Alan. I'm a family man, an attorney, and an entrepreneur. Each week, we provide resources and advice to help build your business. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Business Growth Pod. I am Alan Draper. I'm your host. I created this podcast. And you know, I want to talk a little bit about that today. And we're going to review some of the guests that we've had on recently. And I wanted to chat for just a little bit about kind of the highlights of a few of those episodes. So I started this podcast. And you know what's funny is that the reason why I started it is because as most of you know, I'm an attorney. I used to practice law and I'm very involved in the pest control field. It's one of the industries that I'm very involved with. And I kept seeing this bad information thrown around in Facebook groups and other forums where, you know, pest control owners were giving legal advice to other pest control owners. And a lot of times, more often than not, it was not good advice. It was actually incorrect, whether strategically or legally or whatever. And so I just kind of got fed up with it. I started a Facebook group and this podcast kind of in conjunction. And so originally, this podcast was called Start and Grow Your Pest Control Company. And we've kind of since pivoted a little bit. But that's why I started it was just to get good information out there. And I'm not perfect and I make mistakes and things like that. But I wanted a platform where originally I could, you know, provide some good business advice and legal advice in the pest control industry and then it kind of evolved into the business growth pod more general, you know, business advice and we have guests from different industries and a lot of my focus is right now is actually on motivation and encouragement especially for startup entrepreneurs. So people that are just getting rolling. And that's kind of becoming my specialty. And what I focus on more is the early stages of the business process. So if you're in that group where you haven't started your business yet, but you want to, or you're thinking about it, or you're just the first couple of years in and you're trying to get to the next level, then you're in the right place because you are my focus. These early entrepreneurs, I like to call them young entrepreneurs, but that doesn't have anything to do with age. Just people kind of early on in their entrepreneurial journey. You are the folks that I am speaking to. You are the folks that I am thinking about when I'm scheduling my guests and I'm interviewing them. I try to kind of reset to what I was thinking and where I was back when I was just planning my first business and just getting started. And I'm really passionate about that phase because there's so much excitement. A lot of times I tell people that I had no idea what business was going to be like. And I'm glad that I didn't know that I was a little naive because if I wasn't, 
then I may have not started my first business. So I love that kind of early phase where your thoughts are kind of in the clouds and nothing can go wrong. And then you start getting hit in the face left and right. You start missing bills or there's you know issues with employees. And so that's really my strength and my focus. So you know, I'm super passionate about helping people. I've invested in 23 companies and I'm, you know, getting into kind of this angel investing aspect of my life and my professional career. I offer free 15-minute coaching calls with startup entrepreneurs. And if you go to my website, alandraper.com, you can schedule. There's a calendar link right at the top on the right-hand side where you can schedule 15 minutes to chat with me about anything and everything. But again, my focus is kind of that startup process. And I really pride myself on being able to help people take the leap. Go from, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business to, okay, it's time to pull the trigger. And I think part of that is because... I think I read a statistic once that said 92% of people that have a business idea never do anything about it. 92%. And that stat combined with you know, this idea and this concept that at the end of our lives, we're going to feel a lot more regret about the things that we didn't do than the things that we did do makes me really motivated and really passionate about helping people take the leap and get started with their businesses. I'm actually writing a book that I hope to publish by the end of this year about that exact process about kind of determining if you are quote unquote entrepreneurial material and what you need to do to actually pull the trigger. So with that in mind, if you guys like this podcast, please leave me a review. I ask for reviews a lot and I'm genuine about it. I really want you to leave me a review, especially for those of you that listen on Apple devices. Make sure that makes a huge difference in whether people can find this podcast when they're looking for it and hopefully getting it in the hands of other startup entrepreneurs that are getting ready to launch their business that could use a little support. So I appreciate that. That's one way that you can kind of give back to me is just by leaving me a review. Also, reach out to me if you have ideas about a guest or if you think that you could be a guest on here. I'd love to hear your ideas about that and also about topics that you would like me to cover. I'm going to go through a couple of podcasts and recap three podcasts that we recently dropped, three episodes we recently dropped. A few weeks ago, we had Eric Cabral on the show. And he's found a lot of success as an investor, an entrepreneur, and a podcaster. That was a really good episode. He's actually the founder of the media agency On Air Brands. And we talked a lot about failure and the fear of failure. And if you are struggling with pulling the trigger right now on taking the next step with whatever area of your life, you know, where it's the new year, we're about a month in or so to 2022, go listen to that episode if you haven't yet and focus on our discussion about failure. One line that I really liked from that episode was when he said that failure is success in progress. And I know it's super cliche. You know, a lot of people think that things like that are said just to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. But at the end of the day, just think about the most meaningful and the most important aspects of your life. My guess is that a lot of those moments and those experiences have to do with failure or difficult experiences. 
times where, you know, things weren't easy. And that's what I found are all the, you know, greatest moments in my life. Being a husband and a father are at the top of my list and very difficult. You know, every day I learn something new. And yeah, I saw a quote today and it said something like that every once in a while, our children need to remind us that they're watching their parents grow up too. And I thought that was really insightful because that's exactly what's happening, right? Until you're a parent, you don't know how to parent. Until you own a business, you don't know how to own a business. I don't care how much you study. Getting prepared and everything like that is really important, but nothing can replace that experience. And that's why failure is so crucial. And if you're not failing right now in your life, I'm sorry to say this, but you're not pushing yourself enough. It's just true. If you're not being told no, if you're not being rejected, if you're not stretching the limits of what you can do physically or mentally or financially, if you don't feel uncomfortable on a regular basis, if you don't face failure at least once a day, then you need to push yourself more. Also in that episode with Eric, we talked about different paths to becoming an entrepreneur. And we talked about how sometimes entrepreneurs just need a nudge. And I had wanted to start a business for years, ended up going to law school. And then there was this point where it just really made sense. And I remember when we hired our first employee and it hit me, it was like, okay, I guess we're really doing this. And so you need to get to that phase with your business where you're like, okay, what is it? What am I going to do to you know burn my proverbial boat and make sure that there's no way back? And when you hire somebody and you know other people start depending on you, that's a really, really good way to kind of make that concrete and solidify that. So also in that episode, we talked about how you need to raise your risk tolerance and commitment to becoming an entrepreneur. One thing that I've done, I got this from Tim Ferriss. And I believe it was from his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. But he talked about kind of this process of when you're thinking of fear and you're thinking of risk, going through this process of thinking, so what? Right? What's the worst that could happen? And you have to be careful because you don't want to dwell on this process. Right? You don't want to spend all of your time thinking about only the bad things that could happen. But I'll do it. Like If I'm looking at a big deal... Or, you know, starting another company or whatever, I go through this process where I'm like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? You know, if this company fails, is my family going to get sick? Is it going to endanger them physically or, you know, put them at risk? The answer is no, right? That doesn't really have anything to do with that. Could I lose some money? Yes. Okay. How much money could I lose? What are the ramifications? And I kind of go through that process for five or 10 minutes. And then at the end of the day, what I've found is that. A lot of times I'm like, okay, that's not the worst thing that could happen. If that happens, then this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to push ahead. So that's a great question to ask yourself as you're getting started with your businesses or you're doubling down, right? You're starting to really hire people, invest in marketing, whatever the case is, you know, make sure that you're saying, hey, what's the worst that could happen? And then focus on the positive. Risk is kind of the ugly cousin of reward, right? And they go hand in hand. And the greater the potential reward, the greater the risk. So you have to decide what your risk tolerance is. That's a very personal thing. After Eric, we had the Amazon bestselling author, J.M. Ryerson. And he made his career out of being a top business performance coach. We talked about work-life balance a little bit, which some of you know my thoughts about 
balance. And I have little kids. I'm very active in my church. I go to the gym five to six times a week. I'm very involved with sports. You know, I love to go on vacation. I love to travel with my wife and family and with my companies. And so I have all these things going on. I love to make money. I love to start businesses. I love to hang out with my friends and build networks. And so I always use the phrase that you have to embrace the focused imbalance, right? That I think we have been deceived a little bit about work-life balance, right? Because the right way to do it is to focus on one thing at a time, not try to, okay, I'm working, but I'm kind of hanging out with my family. That is a recipe for disaster. When you're with your family, be with your family. When you're working, make sure that your family understands, hey, this is what I'm doing for this period of time. And you know, I stole that concept from Rory Vaden. I've been trying to get him on my podcast and he's a public speaker and I get that's how he you know, generates his income. He charges people for public speaking performances and everything like that. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep uh, trying to get him on. I really liked his book, Procrastinate on Purpose. It's probably a top 15 business book for me. And it's in that book that I found this concept of embracing the focused imbalance. You cutting out pieces of time in your life where you're ultra focused on certain things, whether it's your family, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your financial life, your spiritual life, where you're hyper focused on those things. And I'm really trying to apply this right now as I'm writing a book in the midst of all these other things I have going on. And so check out that episode with Jam Ryerson. I also want to touch on this. We talked about how you cannot lead people to a level that you haven't yet achieved. And so when you're starting your business, you have to continue to personally develop. And a lot of us forget this. And especially early on when you're so busy, you're getting pulled in a million different directions. I get it. I was there. You have to still focus on your personal development. What books are you reading? You know, What YouTube videos are you watching about personal development and motivation and leadership and all of these things? Entrepreneurship. Are you going to seminars and conferences? Or what's your network like to help you grow? Because your business... And your people will never get to a level that you haven't achieved. And so you have to focus on that personal development in the midst of creating your company. And it's actually, I think it's one of the best pieces of being an entrepreneur is that personal development. The third episode that I wanted to recap was with Matt Ramuzzi. He's the founder of Cap Forge. And he's the bookkeeper, right? He really knows his business, I could tell. And... In that episode, he said, you know, that he always says that bookkeeping isn't sexy, but profits are sexy and making money is sexy. And people aren't complaining about that. And I think he's dead on. And I'm really big into financial statements and making sure I understand a company financially and numerically before anything else. I actually just acquired a majority ownership in a company that I had minority ownership interest in. And that just happened about a week ago. And one of my biggest focuses is on getting the financial statements in really good shape so that I can make decisions about what the future of that company is and which direction we are headed in. It's really common for early entrepreneurs to use personal funds or Venmo or you know, just kind of a patchwork of different financial tools and not keep really good books. And it's something that you really need to get in place early on because the longer that you wait before you start getting those systems in place, the more difficult 
it will be. So we talked a lot about how accounting can help answer questions about the financial health of your company. And I always talk about how I manage on the macro. So the big numbers, that's how I manage. So I'll just make sure that my big numbers, what's my top line? What's my gross profit? How much am I spending on marketing? Those kind of big numbers is how I manage, but I solve problems on the micro. And what I mean by that is if I notice, okay, you know, we don't have the best close rate right now in our sales department, then I need to really dig into the numbers and find out what's going on. How much am I paying for leads? How good are those leads? You know, what are the source of those leads? And kind of drill down, drill down. I have offices in you know, several states and each market is a little different. And sometimes I'm looking at macro data, right? That's how I manage. But then I'll notice something is off and I'll have to drill down, okay, which set of books am I looking at? Am I looking at my Colorado office? Okay, let's separate those. Okay, now am I looking at marketing? Okay, am I looking at marketing for the month of September? Okay, and then I keep drilling down till I find out what is going on. So I always say that I manage with the macro data and I solve problems with the micro data. And also with Matt, we talked a little bit about fixed costs versus variable costs, which as a entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to figure things out with corporate finance. I taught myself corporate finance through college textbooks and YouTube videos. And I learn something all the time. Definitely not a CPA, definitely don't have a degree in corporate finance, but I'm teaching myself. And what I'm teaching myself is very practical. I'm only learning the things that directly affect my businesses. And I encourage you to do the same. So, well, those last three episodes were great. If I said anything that kind of piqued your interest and you haven't listened to one of those episodes, go back and listen to the episode in its entirety. There's a lot of good information in there. So, I mean, at the end of the day, which, you know, I use that phrase a lot, but ultimately I'm trying to create a podcast that adds value and that helps people. And, you know, I appreciate the listeners. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate there's a few people out there. Our numbers are actually starting to really go through the roof right now with our downloads and our listeners. But I just wanted to thank you for listening, for giving me this platform. You know, I love the feedback. I love that there's a small symbol that I am, you know, which is the number of downloads or the people that continue to listen to this podcast that shows me that what I'm saying is making an impact because at the end of the day, I that's what I'm after. That's one of my top level goals is, you know, when my life's over, I think our impact is most felt with the people that we helped versus the things that we personally accomplished. So yeah, make sure to go to my website, alandraper.com. Make sure to leave me a review. That'd be much appreciated if you haven't yet. And reach out to me. If there's any questions, reach out to me on social media. I'm active on Instagram and LinkedIn. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know how I can help. And until next time, keep building those businesses. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a rating. And for daily inspiration and business tips, follow Alan on Instagram. Until next time, remember, we build the future one entrepreneur at a time.